Welcome to Authentic Energy, a podcast dedicated to getting to the bottom of what it means to be your true, authentic self at work. I am your host, Wendy Brand. Let's take this learning journey together as I meet with guests weekly. Whether you are a leader or individual contributor, a teacher or a nurse, we'll share conversations and stories that highlight meaningful connections, self-awareness, a sense of belonging, and all the components necessary to create a workplace where you can show up in your authentic energy. Welcome back. Here's another great episode with Whitney and I. This episode is four of six in our SO series, taking us to the next step in our change curve. We first looked at the awareness of change in our seed series. Then as we entered the SO series, we found our desire to change by looking at opportunities and risks. And now we focus on our knowledge and ability and articulating our uniqueness. I hope you enjoy the episode. All right. Welcome back. We are on episode four of the SO series. So excited to be back again, Whitney. I am happy to be here. Awesome. Well, today, as you know, we're talking about preparing the soil. So we have we have selected the seeds of change that we want to make. We have talked about what the risks are, selected a location and the opportunity of the change. And now we're preparing the soil and really determining what we need to make this change and it's really about the skills and ability. Yeah. I, yes. I think it's about the skills and ability and how you articulate what makes you unique. Mm, yes. And I love, I love that this is our fourth episode. In the last episode, we really talked about creating, like selecting from the infinite possibility and really thinking about how we create that opportunity for ourselves. Now, in order to manifest that, you really have to understand these three things, right? You have to know what you know (laughs) and what abilities you have that you could apply to that to make it possible. And then how to tell the world you're amazing. Yeah. So if we, if there's something that we want to go out and do, we may already be prepared. We may have all the skills we need uh, to get it done. We may have a slew of certifications Mm. (laughs) that, that will equip us with how to make this change, but we may need to go out and, and get some. And you said, the last thing you said really was, you know, finding out what's unique about us. And so how do Mm we, I mean, I think it's pretty easy to know when we, if this is about a job, we can look at a job description and say, okay, these are the skills I need to have, but how do we know what's unique about us? That's a that's a great question. I and I really like that both skills and abilities are two of the things we're talking about because skills are exactly what you said. They're things that we've trained for, right? They're things that we have, you know, certifications or education or things that we've uh, on the job training. There's different ways that you can learn things. Abilities are things that you're sort of born with. You have a natural tendency or natural um, bias towards, so it's interesting to you. And and so as we're going through our this kind of culminates in the, what do you want a little bit more? So Mm -hmm. if you, if you have a natural ability, you tend to go and train a little bit more in that ability or that lane, um, which starts to create some of the picture of who you are. And then that last piece, because there's a lot of other people there who have a bias like you do and who have, you know, have 
skills like you do, but what makes you unique? What makes that the special sauce that is you, you? And I think, so I think that unique factor is, is the thing that most of us struggle with, right? Whether it's, you know, writing your dating profile, if that's where you are in your journey, or if it's writing a bio to go on top of a resume, or um, maybe it's your elevator pitch when you're just meeting new people. You know, when you talk about yourself or your business, if you lead a business, uh, and just really being able to articulate that unique piece of you. Once you understand that, knowing how to connect that, who to connect to, who to tell becomes really important. So back to our last episode, when we were talking about creating the opportunity, uh, knowing how to unleash that opportunity. So now, you know, what do I want and who do, who do I talk to, to get it? Yeah. And sometimes we have to, we might need to ask for help. Mm. We might need to reach out. And if there are others that have gone before us that have, have done something similar, that may be able to provide guidance, whether that's reaching out to a friend or hiring a coach, someone to help that's kind of already seen the landscape that can kind of tell us what to look out for. Advisors, I, mentors. Yes. You know, yeah. all kinds of people fit into this. And, you know, we shouldn't be afraid to ask for help in these situations because I I think, and you, you actually um, said this in an earlier conversation, and I totally agree that when we ask other people for help, it actually makes them feel empowered. So we shouldn't be shy about asking for help because it often makes people feel good to be needed. Yeah. We were talking a little bit about, you know, there's two different things. One is knowing how to ask for what you want and then, you know, how it feels on both sides of that. So oftentimes it's really hard to ask for help because you feel weak in that moment as the asker. But, you know, in my past life, if I've had people set up meetings with me to understand, you know, why did something change in their work life environment? They'd say, hey, can we grab a coffee? I just kind of like to chat and catch up and maybe get a lay of the land. They didn't mean that. What they meant was, why did you cancel my project and I want to get promoted? <laughs> and those are really different intentions for what they they wanted from that conversation. So being able to more effectively communicate a concern or a desire is is important. But then the other part of that is if somebody presented a, hey, I could really use some help with this. I want to get promoted. What? Tell me how to go do that. Now I know how to help. I actually know how to engage. I, I can help them understand what's missing from their current plan for promotion. And I feel good about that because it's something that I know. So asking people who have a certain expertise and asking them to lean into that and share it with you, they like to do that. So it does make them feel good and it empowers them. And then in turn, they empower you. However, sometimes you ask people for help and you get these mixed signals when you do that, particularly if it's in writing. I find that if people reach out on LinkedIn and they're like, hey, I could really use a coffee, <laughs> you know, like I, again, if that's not super clear, then they're like, well, get a coffee. I don't know. <laughs> Why are you calling me? But if you're like, I'm I'm openly, I'm actively looking for a job. I noticed that you're in L&D and I'm really looking to to transition from operations to learning and development. Would you be open to a, a conversation? Yes. Then now they know how to respond. 
their response though could be a couple of things. They could be, yes, oh my gosh, it's so great to hear from you. Let's meet next Tuesday. Or it could be, uh, let me get back to you, which might mean I don't know how to help. And hey, I might have some stuff going on for me. I may have, I may not, I may be leaving L and D or I may not be able to hire. So I don't, I don't really know what I can do right now. And then you have like the third category of people who just ghost. They don't know what to do with that. That it's, it's you've it's overcomplicated their brain. And so it often has very little to do with the asker, even though the asker feels a little anxiety about make crossing that bridge and saying, Hey, can I really ask for help? It, the response of the person who would help is often about their own internal conflict, which is, oh gosh, I don't know how to help this person or yes, I know how to help this person. Yeah. I And I think this is one of the hardest parts of change, I believe, because it's it's one thing to figure, you know, weigh the risks and look at the opportunities. But when you actually have to take a step forward and take action on learning a new skill or asking for help, I think those are two really difficult things to do. And I like what you're saying that if you don't get the response you want from someone, it's not about you. It's about them and their comfort level, either giving that advice or or being afraid to give advice. So if you... So I just think sometimes you have to just jump in and do it. Yeah. And, you know, reach out and really think about what are your wants and how how can you communicate that? So I think that's an important piece is really being able to articulate what you want. Like you said, if someone just said I want to go have coffee, that's not very productive, but if they're more specific with you, then you're able to meet them where they are and give them the advice or guidance. They're very different asks. Hey, do you have time for coffee? Hey, do you have 15 minutes to talk about the promotion cycle and what I'm missing in order to to get into the next one are two really different asks. Yeah. Both sides of that conversation would pair differently for. Yeah. So just to shift focus for a minute away from the career realm and let's talk mm-hmm. about a relationship even. If yep. you're getting out into the dating scene and you haven't been out there in a while, it's, I think it can be just as scary. There's maybe the skills, you know, it looks like you don't have to get a certification maybe on how to have a healthy relationship, although it might help, but yeah. asking someone for help, maybe seeking some coaching or therapy, and then even asking friends to connect you with people that they know that they trust that, you know, I mean, so all of these, whether it's in a, a career change or a relationship transition, it can, this part can just be scary. Yeah. Well, and it's, and sometimes interpreting that perspective is, is difficult too, because you have so much anxiety and judgment of yourself in this process. And we talked a little bit about this is the, like, write your own personal bio and then drop it into chat GPT and then ask it, if you were a third grader, what are your takeaways? And so it, in very simple terms, gives you its impression of your bio. That's a, a great way. I think even if you're writing a dating profile, yeah. that'd be a great way to see what an objective set of eyes sees. Even though it's a robot, it's some place to start. But it 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 helps you to understand whether your words, whether you're articulating. So this goes back to that: Are you articulating your awesome like the best way you can? Mm-hmm. Um, what are other people hearing around you? Whether it's personal or career, whatever it is, the the lane that you're in. Yeah, maybe it's just selling. I again, maybe it's you know creating new clients. And the first 
five minutes of any conversation is very important. What are people hearing in that first five minutes from you? And being able to to ask for feedback mm-hmm. and being open to that. Yeah. So it comes back to really what to ask. So that's knowing what you want and being yeah. specific about what it is to ask for and then who to ask. So leaning into people who are experts in those areas who can help. Who to ask is equally as important. Do you trust that person as a source? Are they an expert on that information? How do you feel, how do you hear that when when they say that back to you? So if you have a relationship with somebody and they're pretty judgmental of you, then even if they give you feedback, you might be like, uh, and it might not, you know, so know who your cheerleaders are too. You know, you yes. have critics and cheerleaders. Make sure you get a healthy balance of that of that feedback when you're trying to understand what your personal narrative is. That's that's great advice. I think whether you knowing that you're going to trust what they say, good or bad, is so important. I think at this point, we've got some homework. I love homework. So we know we need skills, ability, and guidance. So how do you think we need to attack this? I, I think the first two parts are kind of not that difficult, right? So we kind of, we know our skills and abilities. So make a list of yeah. three or four skills, two to three abilities that you have that that you think are important, whether it's in relationships or at work or in life, whatever that is. And then I think we talked a little bit about how do you find out how you're awesome or what makes you unique? Like where where do you get that feedback? Yeah. People that you trust, you're going to trust their feedback. You can go to two or three friends or colleagues, you know, people that you where you trust their opinion and ask them what makes you unique and see what kind of feedback you get. Yeah, I think we were talking about this prior to the show and I think we thought maybe the litmus test for this is if you call, will they pick up? Right. <laughs> so <laughs> in this world, when people don't really use phones, if you call, will they pick up the phone? That's a person who trusts and loves you. Yes. <laughs> so, or it, it, or maybe fears you. I don't know, but uh, picks up the phone <laughs> and ask them what makes me unique. Yeah, Give I think me that's three a great adjectives. Idea. Three adjectives that make that describe how I'm unique. And if you get that from a couple people, that's going to give you some insight. Yeah, I think it's it's whether or not you have the narrative that you need to realize the opportunity that you're chasing. So you've created the opportunity. So you, you're going to go pursue something that you have identified. And so being able to articulate your skills, abilities, and what makes you awesome to open up the door to that opportunity. Mm. Yes. Okay. So recapping the homework is list two to three skills, and, and then two to three abilities, and then call two to three people who you trust and ask them to give you a few adjectives on what makes you unique. And that way you'll hear things like, you're really determined. You're really caring. You go above and beyond for, um, for other people. If I call you at two in the morning, you're picking up the phone and you will come rescue me from a flat tire. And I think if we have that, Really, the next step is going to be for us to decide on this, on making this change. Mm. Okay. So next week we talk about. Yes. So we, we, we know what the friction is. We know we need to change. We've identified what the change is going to be. 
we've created the narrative for ourselves. So we know why we should be able to take on that, that opportunity. And now it's deciding is the last step. Yes. Which we'll talk about next week. All right. Awesome. All right. Thanks, Whitney. Good to see you, Wendy. All right. Thank you so much for listening today. Here are my takeaways. Number one, what do we need to do to make the change? It's the skills, ability, and how you articulate what makes you unique. Number two, skills can be trained and ability is more natural to you. Number three, ask yourself, what do I want and who do I talk to to get it? Number four, don't be afraid to ask for help because it makes others feel good to provide the help. It empowers them to empower you. Number five, know what you want. Be clear on your ask for help so that the helper knows how to help you. Number seven, you can use ChatGPT to review your bio, elevator pitch, or dating profile. Simply drag it in and ask if a third grader would understand it. And your homework is... In order to find your unique ability, list two to three skills that you have. List two to three abilities that you naturally have and ask a few friends or colleagues to describe your uniqueness in one to two adjectives. That's it. Next week, we'll talk about deciding to make the change. Please subscribe to the podcast if you enjoy these episodes. You can subscribe on the platform of your choice, whether it's Apple, Spotify, or one of the many others. And then please give us a review. We'd love to know how we're doing. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next week.